Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching, today your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. Ain't nothing. If you don't let it, there ain't nothing can steal your joy. You need to have a little joy in this time of chaos and turmoil and nonsense. And Amen. You need to have a little joy. Shed a little light on it. Smile a while. Give your face a rest. A lot of people need their face arrested. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. You say, well, Pastor Ronnie, why are you doing all this? I'll tell you why I'm doing it. I ain't going to let you steal my joy. Just because you're on a time schedule doesn't mean God's on your same time schedule. I'm just about to the time, uh, time in my life where I'm going to spend my time not caring about what everybody thinks. You know, I've had some people just dislike me on social media. And my world doesn't fall apart. Because there ain't nobody <laughs> love me like Jesus. <laughs> you might as well get used to it. If you're going to follow Jesus, they ain't going to like you. But they ain't going to stop me from loving them. I said, Pastor Ronnie, what? I can tell you right now, if you're all disturbed, listen, I used to look in the mirror. I, I, I thought, dear God, this was a few years back. I looked in the mirror. And I looked in the mirror and I started seeing my, you know, my, my face is wrinkled, but it's wrinkled in a frown. <laughs> and in fact, I've had people tell me, said, y'all don't change. And I said, I look like this years ago. <laughs> and so I had to look and start looking how I could re-wrinkle my face. Well, the joy of the Lord's what does it. Amen? Glory to God. You might as well learn to sing. God puts a song in your heart. And it's not all my exes live in Texas. It's not, it's not, the, it's not you know, uh, all the failures and singing about all that nonsense. It's about Jesus and what He's done. Glory to God. And listen, because He's done it, He's done it for me. I'm taking possession of it. I'm letting Him put His song in my heart. And in case you think I'm crazy, listen to what it says. In the book of Colossians, it says singing. And in Ephesians, it says these are two different places. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. And he tells us about encouraging one another with these songs. I want, listen, I want to, we're going to get up here and sing these songs so many times that when you're driving down the road and somebody cuts you off, you're going to say, ain't nobody. <laughs> you're not going to get in a fist fight with somebody over nonsense. Right. Glory to God. God will protect you. Amen. Glory to God. Well, why don't you just give somebody a high five and say, ain't nobody. 
Glory to God. <laughs> Love Jesus today. We're going to uh, uh, dismiss our 180 at this time. That's our youth ministry. And we're going to let them go for They're going to be back here at the end anyway. So we're going to dismiss them. Thank God for 180 and what God's doing with the teenagers. I'm thanking God for what he's doing among the older young people in here. Y'all missed that. <laughs> Amen. Now, I, I can tell you why the, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I know why God started this service the way he did. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. You know, just this last week, this is going to tie into where we're going. Our whole theme this month is greater is he, greater is he than, than what? Anything. 1 John 4, 4 says, we have overcome them, little children. Who is he talking about? The world, the flesh, and the devil. And anybody that yields to it. We've overcome them, little children, for greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. It goes on, you know, Jesus made this statement. He said, in this world, you'll have trouble. But be of good cheer. Be of what? For I've overcome the world. Now listen very carefully. If Jesus overcome the world, he already defeated him, knocked him to the ground. Now he wants you to put your foot on top of him and be declared the champion. Okay? The world is pulling apart because this is the, this is the, the how would I say it? This has been the plans of the devil from the beginning. He hates humanity. But Jesus came along so we can conquer him. This last week on Tuesday night, <clears throat> and I'm going to be dealing with this because the, the subtitle after greater is he than or he's greater than, underneath that we're going to put, he, Jesus is building his church. Jesus is building his church. Everybody say building. building. I, I want to just give you that word just one more time. That word build. It really means to embolden. Everybody say embolden. Jesus defeated the, in the devil to embolden you. That because as he defeated the devil, he's going to give us his spirit to defeat the devil. Okay? He's building his church. 
Jesus said that in Matthew chapter 16. We'll read those in a moment. But this last Tuesday, I was listening to Flashpoint on Victory Channel. Something amazing, I, it's amazing, it's a, I, I can't believe the insanity of it. I, re, I really don't. The devil is crazy. The book of Ephesians, out of the King James chapter 6, says that, we, that, the, uh, that we're to stand against the wiles of the devil. The word wiles means craziness. And I'm telling you, it's crazy. Anyway, I was listening to that, how in Washington State, the state government, the, the state representatives and the state senate already passed this bill. And it was sitting on the governor's desk to sign it. And this minister in... Washington State was on there explaining everybody needs to call the governor's office and have him not sign it. And here's, here's that bill that all it needed was his signature to turn it into law. And this is what it would have been. That it up after the age of 13, 13 and up, age of 13 and up, if that child expressed any concern over their gender, or, or gender, that the government would help that child and go into a government facility, never tell the parent so the parent doesn't know where the child's at and help them make the transformation with the medications and the operations. And the parents not know where that child's at. Totally helpless. That's the craziness. Now you understand why God started off with something joyful. Because that doesn't sound too good. Now, I'm, I'm leading up to something, okay? I'm not going to just fill you with bad news, but you need, need to know this, all right? What you're up against. And how you, the only way you're going to defeat it. So, we're having an election here in San Antonio, so I'm looking on who I'm voting, going to vote for. And in the, I, we live in the San Antonio Independent School District. Yeah, they're independent of God, all right. There are three positions on the school board that I look for. Every single person running for those three positions, every single person running, no alternatives, were saying that wokeism, Sexual identity, parents being the person that is the most responsible for those children, all took a back seat 
had said that they leaned towards government control. So this is not in Washington State. This is in the great state of conservatism, Texas. In a major city. And San Antonio, out of all the major cities in Texas, lean a little more conservative. Now, the reason why I'm telling you that is not to get you, not to get you despondent. I'm telling you that the only way that this stuff can be defeated is not by a political party because we have one political party that is totally sold out to this crap. You say, if that word bothers you right now, you, it ought to. Because that spirit is what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a spirit. Everybody say a spirit. spirit. You're dealing with a spirit. We're going to get into some verses here in a minute. It's going to make it plain to you. In fact, let's just go to 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. I'm going to read it out of the Passion Translation because I believe that there needs to be a little passion in this generation from the body of Christ. Everybody say passion. passion. All right. Listen to this. The Holy Spirit has explicitly... I got Zona on me. <laughs> Explicitly, anyway, revealed. At the end of this age, what? At the end of this age, at the end of this age, many will depart from the true faith one after another, devoting themselves to spirits of deception and following demon-inspired revelations and theories. If this verse fits any generation, it fits this one right now. Hypocritical liars will deceive many, and their conscience won't bother them at all. Wow. They will require celibacy, dietary restrictions... Do you know that they don't want you to eat meat? You do know that, right? That God doesn't expect these dietary restrictions that God does not expect, or doesn't expect, for He created all foods to be received with celebration of faith by those who truly know the truth. Now, that doesn't mean you go out there and just eat anything and everything. What that means is you, you do things by faith. My point is, you see, what's, you see these three verses being fulfilled in our generation right now. And half of the so-called Christian society or Christian group is leaning towards appeasing that. Only those that are going to be fire baptized with the Holy Ghost in this generation is going to have the emboldening ability to stand against the wiles of the demonic activity. 
This is not a political fight, but the political realm is being used. Are you following me? And I've had people, you can just get upset if you want to get upset. You know, some people just look to get upset. They don't want to know the truth, they just want to get upset. I'd rather be lied to like an ostrich with my, this is their attitude, with my, my head stuck in the sand versus knowing the truth and facing it. God wants to raise up the spirit of David against Goliath. If you didn't get Wednesday night, you need to get Wednesday night where Pastor Odell was talking about this is the time that the church needs to know how to do spiritual warfare. And then Pastor Zona comes along on Thursday morning and makes another statement. My goodness. If the body of Christ, who's been intimidated and cowering by fear behind the rock, like the children of Israel did when Goliath came out. Forty days. The armies of Israel heard Goliath talk for 40 days. Now you know why they were hiding behind a rock. Here comes young David, teenager. He hadn't been listening to the devil. He's been back there praising and worshiping God, kind of acting like Pastor Ronnie this morning when we were all kind of just laughing. He's been praising and, and worshiping God, and the first time that he hears old bad breath come out and make his claims, he turns and he looks and he says, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is this clown? who thinks that he can defy the armies of the living God. There's a spirit of David that God wants to stir back in the body of Christ. Everybody say the spirit of David. Okay. It's time for you to get over all of the fear that has been programmed through the pandemic. The devil has done this so he could have his way. You need, you, need, you need to rise up in the power of the Holy Ghost. Embolden. Everybody say embolden. Go with me now, if you would, to the book of Matthew chapter 16. Starting with verse 13. Again, out of the Passion Translation. We'll read through verse 20. When Jesus came to Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples this question. What are the people saying about me, the Son of Man? Who do they believe I am? They answered, some are convinced that you're John the baptizer. Others say you are Elijah, reincarnated, or Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But then he stopped them and he said, But who? But you. Who do you say that I am? Jesus asked. And Simon Peter spoke up and said, You are the anointed one, the son of the living God. Watch carefully. Jesus replied, You are my favored 
and privileged Simon. You are favored and privileged Simon, the son of Jonah. Uh, for you, do, you didn't discover this on your own. Everybody say that. I didn't discover this on my own. But my Father in heaven has supernaturally revealed it to you. I give you the name Peter, a stone. Now watch carefully. This is important because many people get this wrong. I, 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 I give you the name Peter, a stone. And the, this truth of who I am will be the bedrock foundation on which I build my church. Now stop here just a minute. Peter, the name Peter, being changed from Simon, means a piece of the bedrock. Everybody say a piece. Okay, when you get revelation knowledge from God, what that revelation knowledge does to you is make you a piece of the bedrock. So don't ever think you're the bedrock. You're just a piece of it. Because you've received revelation. Okay? Y'all with me? Okay. My, watch this phrase, my legislative assembly. I want to say that one more time. My church, I will build, which I will build my church, my legislative assembly. The word build in the King James or the original Greek means also means embolden or established, if you would, embolden. I'm not wishy-washy. I'm emboldened on who I am. Because of the revelation, I received it in here. Somebody hadn't programmed it up here I received it in here and it automatically begins to change my perspective about everything else. When I think now, I don't think. And when I reason now, I don't reason the way I did before I had the revelation. Before I was shaky. Now I'm a piece of the bedrock. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? Because it's going to take, listen, in order for our society to change from their nonsense, you cannot appease that devil. Because you're not dealing with politicians. You're not dealing with, with uh, uh, just another party, uh, a political party. You're dealing with demonic powers. And these demonic powers are coming after your children and your grandchildren. Watch this. My legislative assembly. I like that phrase. I like that phrase, legislative assembly. That means you were hand chosen by the revelation you received. I want to say that one more time. I am... Uh, say it with me out loud. I am chosen, I am chosen by, the by the revelation that I have received. Now what is that revelation? It's based upon the truth. It, question to you as a believer on the Lord Jesus Christ. Is Jesus the Lord? Yes. Is Jesus Christ the Lord? Yes. Is Jesus 
Christo. Yes. Yes. How do you say that? S. What? C. Is that right? I know what it, it means is. S. El Señor. Praying in tongues will help me. My point is, do you really believe that Jesus is Lord? Or is this just a little game to you? If you really believe that Jesus is Lord, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That means every lying spirit that's got a hold of politicians that are trying to tell you, you as a parent or a grandparent don't have any say-so about your children, those people are going to have to bow down to the authority of the name of Jesus who gave you those children. You've got to understand that. But that doesn't mean the enemy's just going, just because God says that, doesn't mean the enemy's just going to pass away and, you, and move out of your way. Pastor Zona mentioned Thursday, which I didn't get to say a while ago, but she mentioned Thursday. If you really understood what the devil says about you as a Bible-believing, Holy Ghost-filled believer behind the scenes, you wouldn't, be a scare, you wouldn't be a scared. You wouldn't be afraid of him. You wouldn't be afraid of him. Because he's panicked. Why do you think he's come out behind? Why, why, don't, why do you think he's come out publicly? And had the news media to propagate them. Why do you think he's done that? Because he's afraid that you're going to find out that you have been emboldened by Jesus who was raised from the dead and by His Spirit living on the inside of you. The devil's afraid of you. And every... Listen, she mentioned this. It, the devil's just trying to make you feel the fear that he's feeling. He's trying to make you... What does he do when, when things don't look good? He, he tries to get you like this. And Paul said, listen, without her fightings. He said, there's fightings with, on the outside. On the inside, there's fear that's trying to work on my inside. But the revelation of who Jesus is, is bigger then my mind and my reasoning that's trying to talk me out and get me to hide behind the rock like the rest of Israel instead of saying, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? You need to say, who do you think you are? That you should defy what God has blessed me with. We got business to take care of today. Watch this. My legislative assembly. What does legislature do? It passes laws. 
And what laws are we going to pass? We're going to pass some laws that reaffirm who Jesus is. Now, I want you to know who he's talking to here. He's talking to the church that received revelation knowledge. And we're not going to do this by just the voting booth. That's just, one, that's just one weapon that Americans have that we don't use. And I hope... Uh, let me move on. And the power of death will not be able to overpower this legislative assembly. Watch this. I give you the keys of heaven's kingdom realm. We're going to do it in the kingdom realm. Heaven's kingdom realm. To forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven. Question, question, question. Do you think in heaven's realm, in, that, in heaven itself, that the nonsense that we're seeing is taking place there? The things that are disgusting and downright uh, uh, demonic. Do you believe they're taking place in heaven? Now notice what he said. He said, my father from heaven has revealed it unto you. I'm giving you the keys of the heaven's kingdom realm to forbid on earth that that which is forbidden in heaven. And to end, to release on earth what is released in heaven. Then he gave his disciples strict orders not to tell anyone that he he was God's anointed one. Now why did he do that? Because he wanted each person to get a revelation. He wants each person to get it. Now, we tell the gospel. I've gotten up here and preached the gospel before many, many times. And guess what? About half the people go right out and they don't even know what they heard. They were probably worried about whether the Dallas Cowboys is going to play at noon. Dallas Cowboys ain't going to deliver this. Neither is the San Antonio Spurs. Neither is your hunting and fishing. Hello? And neither is your shopping, ladies. Can't leave y'all out. (laughs) In fact, you go shopping now, you may come back depressed. The point of what I'm saying to you is, there's only one thing that's going to deliver this generation. Only one. And if you allow the Holy Ghost... To take that written word and reveal it to you. You'll be a part of the bedrock of the kingdom of heaven being established on earth. Whereby you can release on earth what is released in heaven and forbid on earth what is forbidden in heaven. Then you become part of the church instead of just going to church. 
Are you understanding? You're the church when you go to that voting booth tomorrow. You're the church when you're in the grocery store. You're the church when you're at work. And I've had a lot of people say, well, I don't. I've had, I've had Christians tell me this, make me want to slap them. I think, dear God, you've been going to church and you're that stupid now. You've been going for such a long... Now, I just want to separate my business from church. Are you kidding me? What do you think's wrong with business? What do you think's wrong with business? I, I want to separate my church from the state. Why do you think the state's in the mess? Because the state's releasing what is forbidden in heaven. I, I can go to your place right now and show you where, what they are releasing. The Bible says, you practice that, you won't even get to see the kingdom of heaven. You won't even get to see it, much less be in it. And yet the church will, now, 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 that's you, you know, now, now, now. No. They're releasing what is forbidden in heaven. Y'all love Jesus? Yeah. Amen. It's going to get good. Just stay with me. It's going to get good. Now go with me to Ephesians chapter 6. Oh, hallelujah. Don't lose your joy. We're getting our heads out of the sand. We're being emboldened. Glory to God. I am so glad I'm this age. Because if I'd have been younger, I'd have been concerned. Am I too hard or am I too soft? Am I too hard or am I too soft? Well, I got news for you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> what we ought to be questioning, did they speak the truth? <laughs> I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians 6, 10 through 19, out of the Passion Translation. Listen carefully. Now, my beloved ones, I have saved the most important truths for, you, for, for last. Be supernaturally infused with your strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Stand victorious with the force of His explosive power flowing in and through you. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Glory to God. I got news. I'm not looking at anybody. You either on God's side or you're against him. I want to make sure you understand that. Just because you showed up today doesn't mean you're on God's side. It means that you're trying to play neutral 
And God, by His Spirit, is yearning and drawing you into a union with Him. You've got to learn to become a soldier of light. All right. See, I didn't look at anybody. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings, but with the high prince, highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. Now stop. What did we read over there in Matthew? That he's given us the keys to the heavenly realm. That what is forbidden in heaven, we forbid on earth. What is, what is absolutely sanctioned or released in heaven, we sanction and release on earth. There, there is a rebellion against this heavenly realm. For they are powerful, they are a powerful class of demon gods. That really should be with a little g. And evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides so you're protected as you confront the slander. And that word slander there really means the, the devil himself. For you are a, a destined for all these things and will rise victorious. Put on the truth as a belt to strengthen you, to stand in triumph. Put on holiness and the protective armor that covers your heart. Stand on your feet alert and you will always be ready to share the blessings of peace. In every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield. For it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies. Boy, we need that now. And take the mighty razor-sharp spirit sword of the spoken word of God. Pray passionately. How? I just thought that's why we're reading out of the Passion. Pray passionately in the Spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Pray the blessings of God upon all believers. And pray also that God's revelation would be released through me every time I preach the wonderful mystery of the hope-filled gospel. Now, I want to go back for just a moment. Take me back up, and I'll tell you where to stop. Go back to verse 10. Go back down to verse, go to verse 11. Go to verse 12. There we go. Back to 12. Go back to 12. All right. For that phrase there, where it says, For they are powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. This phrase, out of the Greek, is used often to refer to conjuring up pagan 
deities. Supreme powers of darkness mentioned in occult rituals. The very fact that we're dealing with some of the things that we're dealing with, first there's abortion. Why are we having to deal with innocent lives that are being murdered? Why do we have to deal with it in our generation? It's the same spirit in the past that it, God told Israel, do not associate with these pagan gods. One of those gods was, was to take child sacrifice and that's how you worship them. Okay? So we, what has our generation done? We've taken child sacrifice, held it lightly, and now we put them on the altar and we go to church, but we don't realize that we're aiding and abetting what is forbidden in heaven. You say, Pastor Ronnie, well, now you're getting on the political issue. These political issues are a spiritual issue. Transgenderism is a spiritual thing. It doesn't even physiologically make sense. And yet we're being bombarded with these lies from people in office that are releasing what is forbidden in heaven. And we're supposed to reach across the aisle and compromise with them somehow. The damage that has been... Notice who they're going after. They're going after the kids. That don't know how to distinguish. You follow what I'm saying to you? They don't know how to distinguish. They have, they have no understanding whatsoever. And it because it, they're trying to make it a fad. And it's being pushed. It's being pushed. In the educational system. These people that I told you that were running for school board in the San Antonio school district, all of them lean towards that. Every single one of them. I looked at it. Every single one of them. And you're supposed to choose when you don't have a choice. I got news for you. I ain't voting for them. I can't. Can't vote for them. Because if I do that, I side, I side with them and not God. I almost wanted to weep. Zona was there Tuesday night. I almost wanted, I just wanted to weep. I cannot believe my generation has bought this crap. I really can't. And the reason why is because the church hasn't been emboldened. The church got to be emboldened. 
Because the devil is not going to quietly pull back. All right, go a little bit further. Let's go back here. Go back to 12 again. No, I, we were right. We were right. 13. I got news for you. Good. Everybody say good news. You ready for the good news? Watch this. Watch this. Because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides so you are protected as you confront the slander, the devil. For you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. Now go, don't, go, don't go to right there. Stay right there. Okay? You're destined. For all these things. That phrase in the Aramaic means after you have conquered. Did you hear what I said? After you have conquered. After you have conquered. After that you have conquered after that you have conquered Jesus helped this church to wake up along with the other sleepy heads after you have conquered after you have conquered now how are you going to do it you're going to do it by the empowerment of the Holy Ghost you're going to pray and intercede with all kinds of prayers you are going to be emboldened at the voting booth. You're not going to be intimidated. You're not going to listen to the lies of the devil that Goliath has breathed out against the church. And we can make the comparison uh, against Israel and the church. It's breathed out as lies. We've listened to this for 40 years. Those that have been worshiping God and exalt God and put a song in their heart towards God have not been listening to these lies. And guess what? When he breathes it out, we say, Who are you, buzzard breath? That you should defy the armies of the living God. And I got news for you. Took a teenager. It took a teenager who had been alone with God. Not the religious elders. Now, I don't know how old you are. doesn't make how... As long as you've got a young David spirit on the inside of you. We're going to get ready here in just a moment. God instructed me Wednesday night during praise and worship... And then when Pastor Odell got up here. And we're going to lay hands on our kids. And the Bible teaches that there's power through the laying on of hands. Everybody say power. power. Something is transferred. If you're a parent and you have your children here today. This is what we're going to do. We're going to line your children up. 
Zona and I are going to come and lay hands on them, but we want you to put their hands, your hands on their back. And behind them, all those that minister to our children here at the church are going to stand behind you parents. We're going to surround these kids with prayer and we are going to put a hedge around them so that no social media, no erroneous lie that's taught in the educational system. Are you listening? No friend, no buddy of theirs is going to penetrate this protection with the propagation of the devil. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? Because if we don't do this, you're going to lose your kids. You're going to lose them. Parents, I want you to grab a hold of the spirit of what I'm talking about. Learn to lay your hands on your children. You have first authority of God. You're the one that has first authority. Not the government. You. Grandparents. You're in line. Glory to God. And the earlier, the better. Start when they're a baby. Start with mothers. Start with them while they're still in your womb. Lay your hands on, on your belly and begin to prophesy. And begin to sing. Sing songs. Are you are y'all hearing anything I'm telling you? Dads, when you come home, lay your hands on. On, on your wife's belly and then you begin to prophesy and sing to that child so that when they come out of that womb they know your voice and they know that you're going to speak the truth over them. Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying to you? You're the number one. You are rich because of that blessing. The world looks at, at children as nothing more than a nuisance. But God looks at them as a blessing. Glory to God. Look out. You ain't had no kids. We may lay hands on you, ladies. You don't know how many times Lona and I have laid hands on people. That, you know, couples, they couldn't have any kids. They said they couldn't have any. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. These hands are anointed. If God, listen carefully, if God can cause a virgin birth, He can open up the womb. Glory to God. They are your wealth. Are you hearing me? They are your wealth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How many of you heard the Holy Ghost today? Glory to God. And if, you're, if, if your children are grown, lay hands on them anyway. And they don't want you to lay hands on them, invite them to come visit you. Before they stay 
you know, overnight in your house, go in there and lay hands on that bed. Put your head on this holy pillow. A holy visitation is going to take place. God's going to send an angel to stand at the foot of your bed and you're going to have a holy encounter. Glory to God. Here's what I want to do. I want you to bring... I don't care which one comes first. Let's just bring them right on up here. And if you, if your parent, if their parents, your parents are here today, I want the parents to come stand behind them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is kingdom business. Listen what Jesus said. I'm going to tell you what Jesus had to say about this. He said, you offend one of them? You offend one of them? It is better that you have a millstone hung around your neck and you be cast into the sea than to offend any of them. Glory to God. Man, oh man, we are highly blessed. Listen, I couldn't even put a dollar amount on it, but if ever one of them was worth a million... Minimum. If ever one of them was worth a million. Woo! Man, this church is rich. Glory to God. Now, if, if, if for some reason that somebody else brought you, I want those that brought them to come up here. All right? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now look, Zona and I are just going to lay hands on them. It's going to be up to this church to bathe them, surround them. I expect you to act like this is your child or your grandchild. You follow? In fact, this is what I want you to do. If you can stand, just stand to your feet. We're going to take a stand. Ain't none of these kids. Ain't none of them. Ain't none of them. Ain't none of them. Ain't none of them. Ain't none of them going the way of the devil. Ain't none of them. None. None, 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 and none. They're all going to be blessed by God. And they're going to live a long, prosperous life. And they're going to be a threat to the kingdom of darkness. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where are you at? There you are. I was, I was, I was taking all that time for her to get ready. You ready? Glory to God. Now look, you can pray. If you can't do nothing else, you just you don't know what to pray, pray in tongues. Just pray in tongues. You say, well, but Pastor Ronnie, I'm not filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, pray in tongues and you'll start being filled with the Holy Ghost right now where we're praying for them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you right now. Oh, thank you, Father. For your blessing upon them, we thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, that they are marked with the glory of God upon their life. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus for your blessing. Your goodness, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Right now, as we lay hands on them, Lord, we thank you that the power of laying on of hands is imparting to them a blessing of protection. A blessing, Father God, of understanding. 
In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your blessing that is upon them. Glory to God. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. For your protective hedge around about them. That no harm will come to them in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, right now. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We thank you for blessing upon them. We thank you, Father, for the gift that they are. In the name of Jesus, the gift they are, not only to these parents, but to the whole world, the gift. Glory be to God that they are in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your blessing upon them. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for your protection upon them. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Lord, we, we lay hands and we thank you, Father, right now. Glory be to God. That when they get older, they won't depart from the faith. Father God, right now, we give you praise and thanksgiving for their blessing upon them in the name of Jesus. That they're all marked for the glory of God. Hallelujah. They're a gift from God. And I thank you, Father, this gift will flourish in the name of Jesus. These gifts will flourish and be a blessing. Glory be to God. And bring much joy to our generation. Much joy to our generation. And Father, I thank you that the spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge will come upon them. And Father, knowledge of witty inventions that will be a blessing to this generation in the name of Jesus. Prosper the work of their hands. Glory to God. We thank you, Father, right now. This church thanks you. We thank you for these little lambs that are in your sheepfold. Glory be to God. Every scheme, every scheme and every plan of Satan is nullified in the spirit realm over them. It will not prosper. And all of these children shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be the peace of these children. Father, I thank you that you fill them with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And they'll love you with all their hearts all the days of their life. Lord, we give you praise and thanksgiving. In Jesus' name. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now parents, you do this. Don't, don't, I, you know, I know I, this, the spirit of boldness is upon me. But that spirit of boldness can come upon you. And you lay, it, it doesn't have to be something long. It may be, it may be short. But it's not, it's not, it's the faith of the word spoken through your lips as a parent over them. And I encourage you to be spirit led in bringing up these children. Pray with them. Let them hear that prayer is not confined to a building. On Sunday morning. And I'm not just talking about blessing your food. 
That's, that's a good place. But I'm talking about praying with them. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's bring up the teenagers. I, I, wait before you go. I want all you... That's probably about 10 years old. How old, how old are you? 10. Wow. <laughs> I was 10 years old. We lived behind the church. When I say behind the church, from here, probably to the entrance doors to this building is how far we live from the church. And I'll never forget this. That's why I want you parents to understand me. It was on in the night. I don't know, remember what night it was, but my dad had gotten up and he was in the church building praying. For some reason, I woke up. And I knew my dad was out there. This has got to be 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't know. Probably 9, 10 years old. I woke up. And I was drawn to go to the church building. And I went into the auditorium. And I found my dad praying. And I came to him. And I said, Dad, can I pray with you? And he said, yes. And he, he, was, he got up off his knees. And he sat in the chair. And when he did... He said, come here. And he said, well, start praying, Ronnie. So I started praying. I was praying over my mom's leg because you, you've heard the story about it being crushed. I was praying over mom's leg. And as I'm praying, I saw my mom's leg completely healed. I mean, where it looked like she didn't have, ever have it, a, a, a crushed leg. And I'm praying like this, and I stopped and said, Dad, I see Mom's leg totally healed. We prayed a few, minutes long, a, a, a few minutes more, and I looked to my right-hand side. And I looked to my right-hand side. I said, Dad, don't you see it? And he said, what do you see, Ronnie? I saw the biggest angel any kid could ever see. He looked like he was nine feet, ten feet tall. He was translucent in, 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 where you could, and I seen him standing there, Lord God, armed and ready. And even at ten years of age, I perceived what that was. My prayer was releasing angelic beings. I'm telling you, your kids can have an experience like that. It doesn't belong just to the pastor's kid. But they got to see you praying. They got to see you doing it. They see you doing it, they're going to enter into it. That is what's protected me all these years. Because I was just like any other kid. I could have gotten into a lot of trouble. I got in very little trouble because I saw Odell and all the rest of them get to me. <laughs> I'm just telling you, even as small as they seem like, my prayer meeting was over after I saw that. I guarantee you, I wasn't in there 20 minutes. All that transpired just like that. I said, oh, Dad, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> and I went back to bed. 
I'm just telling you, this is not something reserved for just Sunday morning. They're your gifts. Cherish them. And don't let the devil have them. They'll be your most important blessing you're ever going to have in your life. Thank you so much for allowing us to do that, Mom and Dad. We're going to bring the teenagers now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Those that are viewing by live stream, I want to encourage you. If you have young people, children, teenagers at home, do what we're talking about. Lay hands on them. We lay hands on them when they do something wrong. Why don't you lay hands on them and train them in what's right? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The parents are here. Or those that brought them, I want you to stand behind them right now. Those that are working with them, those that are ministering to our 180, I need you here as well. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Now, folks, don't, don't, don't slack off on me just because you're standing there. Okay? All of you that are out there in the auditorium, right now, this is important. I'm telling you, right now it's important. that the, the devil wants this, but he's not going to get them. He's not going to have them. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you right now for the gift of God that's in him. Lord, I thank you right now for your blessing upon him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, that you brought him into the earth. Lord, fill him with your spirit. Glory be to God. Fill him with your spirit, Father. Glory be to Jesus. Father, we thank you right now for the gift that you have given us. Her parents, her grandparents, and this church for allowing her to be here. Father, fill her full of your spirit. Glory be to God. In the name of Jesus, let her know that her worth is in you. Father God, I thank you right now for the gift of God that's in them. The gift that they are. Lord, I thank you that their worth would be. Help them to know that their worth is in you. Fill them with the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the gift of God. That she is. Father, we thank you as we lay hands on her. I thank you, Father, that you fill her with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, that she gets her worth from you. Glory to God. Father, we lay hands on her. We thank you for the gift of God that she is. Help her to get her worth from you. Fill her with your spirit. Your Holy Ghost power. Glory be to God.
Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Father, we thank you for the gift that she is. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord, that her self-worth comes from you. Fill her with the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. Oh, hallelujah. Father, I thank you for the gift of God that He is. That His self-worth comes from you. Fill Him with the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. Glory to God. Father, I thank you for the gift of God that He is. And that His self-worth comes from you. Glory be to God. Fill Him with the Holy Ghost and fire in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank You for the gift of God. Oh, hallelujah, that He is. And help Him to know that His self-worth relies strictly upon who You say He is. Fill Him with the Holy Ghost and fire. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hada dabasi talala bodi barista la basai. Mondo roste verekesta baba. Ya breste bedebe domomomosi. Glory to God. 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 Now, teenagers, I want you to look at me for a moment. Your age right now. It's estimated between the age of 15 and 17 is when David cut the head off of Goliath. That's why the devil hates you so much. He's afraid you're going to be a giant slayer. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory. And you are. Every single one of you are. Glory to God. Oh, in the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you for the spirit of David. I thank you for giant slaying David's spirit in the inside and stirring in these young people. That, Father, one word coming out of their mouth puts the enemy to flight. And Father, we thank you that their self-worth is totally wrapped in who you say they are and that they are not trying to appease those that are around them. That Father, that they are uh, falling in love with you. Glory be to God. Thank you, Father, for filling them with the Holy Ghost in fire. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, next week, we got some things that we're going to do. We're going to start a Christian school in August of 2024. And we're going to get ready for it. We're we're preparing the groundwork right now. You build the foundation before you build the structure. And I got news for you. We're going to take up an offering next Sunday. First of every month, we're taking a second offering. 
Because listen, listen carefully. What we don't want is the devil to get the upper hand financially to where we struggle with it. We're not, we are not, we, listen, we are not going to struggle financially with this school. We are not, we are not, we are not. And we're going to open this school, and as we open this school, we're going to train the spirit of David. Glory to God. How would you like for your kid to go to school where some hands could be laid on them and somebody could pray over them? Are you following what we're talking about? Versus all the nonsense, it's a lie of the devil. Every single one of you are a blessing from God. You're a blessing. You got something you want to say? Oh, how old are we? 15? Who in here is 15? Who, who up here is 15? 15? You're fixing to be 15. Right there, 15. That's when Pastor Zona got baptized with the Holy Ghost. 15 years old. Changed her life forever. Now you won't know how she can put up with me. The Holy Ghost. Glory to God. You got anything? No. Okay. Father, I thank you right now. Jesus, I do thank you. I thank you that you're doing, your spirit is moving and you're doing something in our generation. Hmm. What the devil meant for bad, you're turning. You're turning for good in Jesus' name. Come sing this song with me as we dismiss in Jesus' name. Glory to God.
you need to get involved in them. We're having one right now in San Antonio area, so I encourage you to vote, but vote righteously. Do a little homework. Look it up. Think, listen, right now, you got, we're the best prepared generation if we want to be. Because you look this stuff up and nothing's hit anymore. Aren't you glad? I'm glad nothing's hidden no more. If they're a jerk, you can find it out. So go vote if you haven't voted. And vote righteously. Vote according to the Bible. Holy Ghost, I thank you right now that you go with us in the voting booth. And we go emboldened in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you're shaking up San Antonio. You're shaking up. City Hall. Lord, I thank you that your people are stirring and you're waking up society. Those people that have the least morals, Father, you are waking them up. Father, as we leave this place today, we go surrounded by your favor, your grace. We thank you, Father, that we're hearing your voice. And you've given us a spirit of discernment. Father, we thank you right now that you have given your angels charge over us. Our families, our properties, and our goods. And we invoke the name of Jesus that you give us the privilege to use. And we declare, say it with me out loud, we declare in the name of Jesus. There'll be no tragedy named among any of us. Father, we thank you right now that you fill us so full of your love that as we go out into our everyday lives, every person we come in contact with, your love would ooze out, with, out of us and touch them with the gospel. We give you the praise and thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. Amen. Turn to, your, turn to your neighbor, give him a high five, and say the devil's not going to get his day. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.